0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this afternoon I'm joined by Jamal Khan who's from uh, um, uh, Churchill's Tax Advisors in London and uh, we're going to have a chat about business. Uh, We met networking uh, probably a year or so ago now. Uh, How are you doing today Jamal you okay? I'm very good Mike
1: thank you. How are you today?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for asking. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm always very well at the moment. I, I, I enjoy uh, the lockdown situation because um, I've been working from home for nine years and pretty much everyone else is now doing the same thing. So, i uh, <laughs> well, saying that, yeah. I've just started to open up again. But for the last, you know, four or five months, i has been doing the same thing. Excellent,
1: excellent. Well, yeah, for us, life, life, life has been very different, but now you can see behind me,
0: We actually opened uh, our offices yesterday, so we've got a full house since yesterday. Oh, there we are then. Congratulations. Yeah, well, yeah, for you, you've probably been itching to get back to the office, obviously having the office and all the staff and that, but with myself, I work on my own and I work from home and so, you know, it hasn't really affected me and I... In the lockdown situation, I know where people are. They're they're easy to get hold of, you know. They're not out and about, they're they're not in uh, commuter traffic or in the pub or in a restaurant. They're home, and I can ring them and and they're going to be in, like, you know, or I can message them. But, uh, you know, my first question to, to my guests usually is How has the lockdown been for you? And what have you done, if anything, to pivot during this time? Well, the lockdown
1: was initially very, very daunting when everything shut down and the shutters were down and everybody just went home, took their laptops. Luckily, we were, we were IT ready. So it was a matter of uh, my staff picking up their laptops, going home. My PA, uh, we forwarded, we are an IP phone system. So um, we just forwarded the calls to her mobile phone. She downloaded an app in her phone and she was receiving the calls on her phone. Um, everybody had the same kind of telephone system, so we, we initially were quite scared, but life continued um, as normal. Uh, what we, the only thing we missed was not being able to interact with our staff. But then again, we've got this uh, digital technology, so everybody's able to communicate via Zoom or Teams or Skype. So there wasn't a day where I wouldn't see all of my staff members. Um, on, on, on Zoom calls, on team calls. So it was initially daunting, but then we got used to it. Um, past couple of weeks, people wanted to come back, people were getting bored at home. Yeah. And I waited for some other people to, I, other businesses to open their offices first, and I saw that, and then I thought, okay, it's safe to do so, so we've opened up. But we've learned a lot. Yes, um, I,
0: I was just going to ask you, what, what have you decided to keep and what have you decided to, uh, to, to, to ignore, if you like, from what you've learned in that time?
1: Um, well, well, what we've learned is we've, I've been able to revise my business strategy significantly. We, we've uh, gone from different, completely different types of digital marketing. And that has helped us grow. We've, uh, unlike many other businesses, we've, we've managed to recruit more staff. We've managed to recruit two directors and a senior manager in the last three months. Whereas other people are laying off staff and putting them on furlough. And, 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 but we, we haven't done that. We've, we've recruited more and more people. Yeah. So lockdown has been a blessing for our business. Yes,
0: good good it has been for a lot of businesses it's forced a lot of businesses to do those things they were thinking about doing, but necessarily didn't have the time or maybe you know they you know i think uh, this sort of tough situation the going you know the, the the tough the tough get going yeah when the going gets tough, the tough get going, and the weak yeah so so actually the, the the tough and the stronger people are willing to take. Risks that other people aren't doing, and that can pay off in dividends down the line.
1: We, we've streamlined our systems, our processes. How reliant we can be on digital, the digital world. Everything is online. So we've actually, we we are in a position right now that everybody can just go home and start working from home. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, and and we will still be getting new business in. We we've, uh, everybody's now used to holding meetings online with new clients or any client, um, which which just we which we've never thought was possible before. The the lockdown. Yeah, so well, that's, that's
0: it. Before the lockdown, it wouldn't have been possible because the clients wouldn't have expected it. Whereas now they're used to it. So therefore, the new norm has become, and I I was saying early on in the lockdown, when this goes back to normal, it will never be a new normal. It's going to be the new normal because so many people, you know, to me, I've been uh, embracing business owners for a long time with adapting to technology. And there were so many unwilling to do so because what they were doing was working. So why change it? But now they've been forced to adapt and to change. You know, there's no going back. Exactly, exactly. And I
1: I think the new norm, as you say, Mike, is going to be a lot of businesses, not, for example, in London, the rents are very high. Will those people need to pay rent uh, in in central London or expensive London places? Do we need, right now, I'm currently stuck in four leases. I cannot get out of those four leases because they've got term time left. But will I be renewing those four leases because we've got multiple offices? Um, and we've got multiple staff, so uh, I know that some of my other colleagues and uh, uh business associates they've said they've, they've, they've given the notice for their lease, so we don't actually realize we don't need an office, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've been doing you can use a, to to a coffee shops,
0: I've been if working we, from we, home for, for up to nine years, and I've gone in and out of offices a few times because opportunities have come my way, or, or good deals, or you know, a chance to share with someone, or whatever. But, uh, you know, I I felt I'm quite um, self-reliant, if you like. And and I think some members of staff need that uh, camaraderie and to bounce off people or or they need somebody to manage them. But actually, I think the vast majority have probably surprised themselves when they have to do it. They have to do it. And I think some sort of working structure going forward where people maybe are in the office a couple of days and at home a couple of days. And I think that's the way the
1: society is going to shape itself going forward. You see, an average rent for a company in London with um, some staff is about 15, 20, pounds £20,000 a month, plus rate, so making about £25,000 a month. Uh, if you can cut down on that,
0: that's a lot of money. That's well, big saving, big saving.
1: That's a lot of money we can save and businesses can save. Now, the next dilemma is going to be for uh, the landlords, commercial landlords. What are they going to do?
0: Yeah, well, there's probably going to be a lot of conversions into uh, office uh, flats, like, you know. uh, They started commercial buildings into residential in some city centres.
1: This is going to be the new dilemma. Uh, Today, I I, I do a lot of real estate work as well. And uh, today i heard some very, very big, prominent buildings, commercial buildings in in central London are coming for sale uh, because they don't have tenants, or tenants are moving out. So they would like, probably they will be looking to sell it now rather than one year later when everybody has uh, gone into some kind of smaller offices or working from home parties.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, um, and I think as well, you know, the thing is people always wanted to have an office, even if it wasn't for the staff, but for the meetings, because it was prestigious and people always wanted to go somewhere nice for a meeting and stuff. But I think the meetings are going to be much more online now and much more, you know, because um, you know, people used to travel two hours for a meeting and two hours back. And myself, I've driven four and a half hours up to Leeds, you know, done a two hour meeting and done four and a half hours back. You know, nine hours of travel for a two hour meeting. It's just you just don't see that happening anymore. That's not gonna happen. You know, unless it's for us you know, a super big, you know, shake hands on a contract, you know, or do some training in you know in person to the, the you know, at the, t- at the time along with the contract. People are just so used to going online now that the, the days of travelling nine hours for a two hour meeting or you know, four hours, two hours even wait for a two hour meeting. I think those days are gone. And, and Thank you for international travel. Yeah, 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 a lot, a lot with international as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think uh, the, the green movement, that was big, it was the big news before, uh, it, it was Brexit, and then Brexit got, had gone a bit quiet, and then the green had, had gone in before the coronavirus. But actually, you know, we haven't heard too much about the green, green now, but I think, you know, the planes being uh, off, the, off the air for like four or five months, and the future of, of, of travel and business meetings and stuff changing now, probably the best thing that could have ever happened for the planet. Well,
1: there you go. There you go. There's always something good in everything bad
0: that happens. Yes, and I'm somebody who is, I'm, I'm an optimistic person anyway, and I always look for that good. And if you look for good in something, it is always there.
1: No, well, correct.
0: Yeah. So, um, so tell us a little bit about your business, all the different areas of business you uh, work in. And uh, a little bit about your history as well, and, and what got you to where you are
1: now. Well, we mainly focus on um, tax advisory um, side of um, the accountancy business. Actually, I'm a charter accountant, but I'm a tax. I'm a chartered tax advisor. We have uh, tax specialists, tax barristers, tax lawyers in our firm. So people come to us with uh, a tax issue. They might be, they might have some wealth. They might have a couple of these, They might have, uh, they might be wealthy landlords, wealthy businessmen. They want to mitigate their capital gains tax, inheritance tax, income tax, corporate tax, VAT, uh, stamp duty. So we get instructions almost four or five times, four or five new instructions a day. Um, uh, because we are specialists in this area and uh, a lot of it people come to us um, or with people with, with tax investigations. So if somebody is being investigated by HMRC, the tax people, um, they will come to us and we will defend them. Um, we, a lot of our staff is uh, ex-HMRC senior tax inspectors. Um, we're, we're quite well known with offices across the country. The only place we haven't got an office is, is Cardiff, and I think we should need to, need to open an office in Cardiff as well. Uh, there's enough demand. Otherwise, we're, we're, we're most of the countries, most of the major cities. Um, and and we, we, some people say that we're accountants, but we're essentially we're not accountants, we're, we're more on the tax advisory side. So, some, some, some typical examples are people coming to us with 15 20 they would, if they don't do anything, uh, they pass away, they leave their estate behind and the government will take 40% off it under inheritance tax. So we would get involved and we would set up a tax planning structure where they would would not need to pay that inheritance tax. Or if they want to transfer some properties to their children, etc, there's capital gains tax to pay, we would get involved and we would set up a structure where there's no capital gains tax to be paid. Similarly, some onshore companies, offshore companies, having properties in the UK or wealthy people wanting to move out of the UK, move into the UK, what, what they should do um, to mitigate their tax. And, and uh, for a lay person, there's not much, but for an expert, there's a lot, lot of things you can do. Yeah. Uh, we we find, for example, somebody, somebody might be receiving a winful game uh, with like five, ten million pounds or Maybe a smaller or larger amount, and they they, they say, Jamal, I'm about to receive this money. What do I do? Is there anything I can do? Because otherwise, I'm going to lose half of it to the tax money. So we would get involved and we would help them. A lot of our work comes from uh, accountants and solicitors. Yeah. Uh, we get instructions from uh, solicitors quite a lot, um, and, and uh, uh, we Work with them on different legal matters and we get involved in the tax advisory side. Uh, from background perspective, I used to work for a company called Deloitte for many years and uh, another company called Sony, Sony Corporation. Um, before I set up, uh, I joined Churchill Tax and I've been with Churchill Tax for about 10 years uh, as a senior tax partner. Uh, I've helped many, many businesses, many, many individuals, uh, a lot of people, uh, are, 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 are a lot of happy clients, starting from say normal owner-managed businesses to very large business owners, uh, celebrities, uh, some very wealthy celebrities, uh, and, and uh, we, we are quite well known. Is uh, J- Jimmy Carr on the books? No, I can't give names, unfortunately. Uh, uh, We we are quite fortunate to have some very, very wealthy celebrities as our clients. And they come to us not because... They come to us through good recommendation, and uh, they would then go on and bring more people to us because they're happy with what they receive from us.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, um, so, yeah, so you worked for Deloitte for a while, and then... uh, and then uh, the other company you said, uh, and then uh, moved into yourself. And um, are there um, are there plans for you to um, to deal with any other uh, divisions in in the accountancy sort of sector, or, or is it just is tax, you know, the, the thing you're going to concentrate on?
1: Well, we do we do forensic accounts yeah, a lot of forensic work. So people would we get instructed by people who've been victims of fraud. We got instruction yesterday, somebody had been involved in an investment scam or they lost a lot of money. And They instructed us to investigate the fraud. Usually then, then there'll be a, a marital disputes where there's a divorce and the, the wife, normally the wife says that my well, husband is not telling the truth about his assets and income in the uh, form E that's being submitted to the court as part of the divorce settlement, the financial settlement. Uh, we get instructed on um, internal corporate fraud, partnership fraud, where one partner is suspecting the other partner of fraud. We get a lot of those. Yeah. That's the first thing, piece of work. So we we, we we have forensic. We have a forensic team, and uh, they will go and get to the bottom of any kind of fraud. We will look. We we'll look at accounts where the money is going, where the money is coming from, uh, linked people. Uh, asset tracing. So this is quite quite interesting. I've, I've tried to stay away from the conventional accounting yeah. work. So we, what we do is very very different kind of exciting work. Yeah, it's more it's more niche and therefore higher value. It's a lot more niche, uh, and, and uh, we're, we're, but the type of people that we deal with at times is is, is very interesting as opposed to. I mean, I, I trained as an accountant. I must say. Found it quite boring. Uh, well, well, what we're doing now is quite interesting work. We criminal we, we, work that we deal with, sometimes the people that uh, come and approach us, they're, they're very, very interesting people <laughs> yeah. I can't see much on, on this YouTube channel, but when we meet another coffee, people say, <laughs> wow, Jamal, you must have a very exciting life.
0: Yes, well, you know, uh, I think you are you are in the heart of things, then, aren't you? You know, there's a lot going on in the uh, centre of London, and uh, you know, you, you you will get all sorts of clients, uh, you know, from 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 the location of where you are and that sort of thing, like you know, and, and the reputation, like you said. So, uh, you know, you know there's, there's not so many people like that in the whole of Wales, like you know, because No, in
1: Wales, well, Wales are all full of lots of very
0: nice and very polite people. They don't, they don't like to take talent. They don't like to take risks. <laughs> yeah, there's much, much less risk takers in Wales, uh, you know, in general, you know, all, all, uh, all the risk takers of the UK, a lot of the top entrepreneurs, they do uh, go to London and I myself, I want to become a global speaker. So I, I, I'm planning on launching that in London in November because if you want to do something, if you want to make something happen in the UK. You have got to go to London to do it, like, you know, a lot of the time, like, you know.
1: Well, this is the thing. You see, people from outside of London they want to come into London, and people who live in London, London, they want to go out of London. <laughs>
0: yeah, people who want to, who live in London who want to go out just want to go out to somewhere with a bit more space and have a bit more, like uh, you know, air. more
1: quiet and less less busy. And yeah,
0: but they still less, want to do the business in London, though most of the time.
1: Less, less crime. See, this is one of the things that we have in London: is crime and. and yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we,
0: we have much less of that in Wales, I think, you know, much less as a, you know, as a, a nation, like, you know, and, uh, you know, much less, uh, you know, riots and, and protests and all that sort of stuff as well, which you get in London, which we don't get so much on down in Wales. But,
1: oh, so. tell me about it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Tom, there's a protest, because our, our office in London is it's right in Holborn, and all the protests that happen have gone past our office. <laughs> past. And there's a lot, isn't there? There's like a protest
0: every day of the week in London. There's a
1: protest every day of the week. So (laughs) we No, there's another one today. Okay, there's (laughs) another. Everybody stay indoors. Lock the doors.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. So um, I was going to say, there was a question I had on my mind, but uh, um, yes, uh, regarding the, the tax, is there anything specifically... Um, uh, come out of the coronavirus or something that's given you lots of inquiries at the moment? Is there anything tax-related? We're well, we a, a, a lot of
1: things happening. First of all, we, we, in fact, um, we, I'm doing a, an interview with you now, and in the other room, my other colleagues are running a webinar, a live webinar on coronavirus and the tax investigations, tax money inquiries, so people being uh, investigated for the furlough Oh, is this
0: for, for, for basically all the accounting and stuff? Because there's been people who've been probably making up staff members and there's been people who've been lying about their amounts and which band they were in to get grants and all that sort of stuff. The, the fallout effect of, of, of the of the furlough schemes and all the other schemes.
1: So people have made a lot of fraudulent claims. They've, made, they've, they've, they've taken loans on the BBLs. Um, they've taken fake grants, made false applications for grants, fake applications. Uh, so there will be a lot of uh, 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 investigation. work. People will be getting arrested. I think somebody got arrested last week uh, for taking about four hundred fifty five hundred thousand pounds in furlough claims. Yeah. And, uh, there was a time when I was even approached by an anonymous person to say, oh, Mr. Khan, oh, I've got your number from somebody I've got taken uh, loans, and I want to sell my companies uh, because I've no intention of paying it back. And I said, "Well, go away. Why are you calling me for?" <laughs> so, so, people, I said, I said, I'm sorry. I'm really not interested in what kind of who you are and what you want to do. But whoever's given you my number, please not never to give me my number again. And delete my number. So people are uh, people. Thought it would be easy to get money from the government and just walk away from it. Uh, walk away with it, but, but, but crazy people, crazy people, insane people, like as if, like as
0: if it's not gonna come back and bite you on the backside at some point, like you know,
1: amazing thought process. People are, people have, have taken money as if it's, I mean, yes, there is, there is I would blame the government as well. The, the government was uh, giving out money as if it's just come and take it, it's my lying, lying head, uh, take your pile. So, but, uh, and that means a lot of. Uh, Criminally, or, or people with not good intentions, should I say, they, they have taken a lot of money and, and it's going to be a struggle for the government to take it back, but there will be a battle and there will be a lot of uh, um, collateral
0: damage. What yeah, I guess. A lot of collateral damage, but uh, some people they turn into a green eyed monster, don't they? You know, they see some pound signs in front of their eyes and they, uh, they lose their marbles.
1: Yes, yes. So, what, what's going to happen as well? well what, Is the government has given out all these uh, incentives to people, Uh, the government's got a black hole now, essentially a massive hole in the budget, so the government will need to get that money back somehow, so what what will happen is the government will will need to increase the taxes somehow, yes they're giving the stamp duty holiday that came a couple of months, for the next six months, the VAT has gone down up to five percent on restaurants, but Somebody somewhere will need to pay for this, for, 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 for all of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, so I suspect the government's activity, not in the next immediate six months or something, is going to be high, but after six months, after one year, the government will be very, very hungry. And yeah. they'll be going after businesses, they'll be going after people. To make it, I, I read something recently. Stories.
0: Yeah, I read something recently that said uh, I think the the pace of the slowdown or the effect of the economy was twice the uh, speed uh, during this lockdown than it was during the global credit crunch. Yes. So, uh, and, and and that pretty much took about ten years for us to get over. Well, yeah, I mean, there, well, there is. I mean, depends if.
1: if if you know what, if you're in the right sector, then then you can make some. Uh, they can you can become stronger. But I I just feel for the people that have abused the system. I have abused the system, and I think those people uh, need need to pay for what they've done.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And um, yeah any plans for the future regarding yourself are you um, you, 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 know, you said you've got uh, offices in uh, a lot of operations around the UK you've got any plans to go further afield in the UK or are you you just going to keep consolidating the position in the UK
1: well we, we are acquiring a lot of uh, um, a lot of our competition and, uh, there might come a position where we've spread enough in the UK and we need a we need an offshore presence. Although I have received a couple of offers from companies in Cyprus and, and, and uh, the UAE for us to have a branch there because we could potentially bring some of business. But we've been so busy in the UK we never we haven't had the opportunity no. to go outside. But maybe we, we do that, maybe we'll see. Um, maybe in the next two to three years you will see tangible tax with the uh, couple of offices outside of the UK.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. And how do people get in touch with you, Jamal, if they're interested in uh, finding out a little bit more about you?
1: Well, uh, first thing they could go onto our website is Churchill Tax Advisors.co.uk, Churchill hyphen tax hyphen uk, or they could pull me on 0207 998 1834, or they can email me on j.khan K-H-A-N, at churchill. Tax Uk. Okay, good. And uh, just, just look me up on LinkedIn.
0: Jamal. Yeah, and outside of uh, business, what does uh, Jamal like to do You know, on the weekend or when he's got a bit of time off? You know, what, what sort of things you into? into what, what, what's your interest?
1: I, I have two boys, so two young boys. I, I love to spend time with them as much as I can. And uh, I read a lot of books. I watch a lot of documentaries, I read a lot of books about business growth and business strategies and, and human psychology. So uh, I'm a bit of a health freak. So I like, um, I try different diets, uh, healthy diets, and currently I'm, 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 try, I'm trying a vegan diet. No, uh, yes, yeah, so which, which is quite interesting. Le- learning about what you eat um, is very, very important. Uh, yes. You Knowing what you're eating and what happens when it, when it goes past your mouth. Uh, what happens with the food? Does, is it good for your body? Is it bad for your body? So I, I'm doing a lot of research on that, and there's a lot of um, uh, some documentaries I've been watching about vegan diets, plant-based diets, which is quite an interesting one. Uh, I, I, I wasn't a vegan until about five, six weeks ago. Yeah. But I'm not even a vegan now. The uh, a majority of my diet is vegan-based, yeah. plant-based, and apparently it's, it's really good. And I have seen some changes in my life. So yeah, this is uh, I, I I I work out, spend time with my children, and. Uh, watch interesting documentaries yeah do you do, do,
0: you do much uh, um obviously you said you do a lot of business development if you like business learning do you do much uh, personal development as well you, you you into the personal development space
1: yeah, yeah that's that's what i meant but when i read books and uh, documentaries uh, i do a lot of personal developments
0: uh, yeah you've you read obviously rich dad poor dad and think and grow rich i guess
1: i i read a book every week
0: yeah, 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 she definitely covered them then. Uh, I, I, so, I yeah, that, that, that was
1: one of the first books
0: I read. Yeah, I'm reading I read 10 pages a, a day at the moment because I'm doing a a, a, a challenge called 75 Hard. Um, All right. You've got to basically exercise twice a day for 45 minutes, one indoors, one outdoors. You've got to be on a diet, no alcohol. Um, you've got to um, uh, drink a gallon of water a day and read 10 pages from an educational book because I'm out exercising as well, I tend to do a lot of audio listening as well. So, uh, yeah, a good one I'm on at the moment, which isn't as popular as like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Think and Grow Rich, is uh, The Magic of Thinking Big. That's quite a good one. David Swartz. And and obviously 10X I'm reading as well. They're they're both big thinking books. All
1: right, I'll add that to my list. Yeah. Yeah. write it down because I haven't... I've read many books, but I don't
0: know if I've read that one, *The Magic of Thinking Big*. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm I, I'm actually listening to it on audio at the moment, audio book on YouTube. Which there's loads of great books on audio on YouTube. They're all free as well. Like I'm not got to pay for them. I prefer oh. listening than reading. i I have to read ten pages a day for this challenge, but outside of that, I, I, li- I can listen because you can do other things whilst listening. Whereas with reading, you've got to sit down and do the reading, like you know. But uh, well, have you got a, a good book that you're reading at the moment, or one you read recently? Good recommendation?
1: I I am reading uh, how to scale businesses, blue scaling. There's a lot of I've read uh, I don't know if you've read Peter Jones's book or Tycoon. I actually read that one. I've read quite his Richard Branson's books, mm. uh read books on Elon Musk. There's a lot of other books that I've, so, so I, 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 I love reading. And I, it, it is, uh, when you read books written by these specialists, uh, people who've grown actually grown businesses, uh, billion-dollar businesses or multi-billion-dollar businesses, these, these, these are very, very good books. and I think everybody should read them. Yeah. Uh, rather yeah, than uh, sci-fi or fiction or which, which yeah. you are trying. Uh, but after reading it, it's like watching a movie and you achieve nothing. I, 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 I like to spend my time very
0: wisely. That's, like, um, that's like me. I used to play a lot of games when I was a kid, but I haven't touched, I, I don't play games as an adult. I'm like, well, the game I'm playing is like how to build a million followers on Twitter, you know, how to get, you know, how to get uh, a million downloads on my podcast. I'm interested in games, which exactly. then benefit. At the end of it. Exactly, exactly. So
1: I it's it's actually quite quite a nice to change in your life. Because this time you realise actually my time is so valuable, why should I waste it? You know you've, you've got you, you, an hour and sixty minutes, when you live there sixty minutes, you know, you're not gonna get them back. No. So very wisely.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the the best person or the best project you'll ever work on is you.
1: There you go, there you go. Yeah. Okay
0: the only one constant, generally, in, in your entire life. Well, there you go. And uh, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm big into the, the personal development space. Um, obviously, we met through Intrabiz, and Intrabiz have had some amazing speakers on, you know, since they pivoted, which is they've been doing online events since the beginning of the lockdown, you know, rather than doing their real-world events. And uh, since the beginning of the lockdown, they've had, like, uh, Sharon Lecter, Brian Tracy, you um, uh, uh, well, Bob Berg, um They've had uh, who else? Jared Robbins. Oh, lo- loads of top people. They got Dr. John D. Martini coming up next week. Uh, tomorrow night they got uh, Tom Ziegler, son of Zigziger. So you know, because of the lockdown, they get these people just to turn up and do an hour on their online events. Whereas normally they'd have to pay a fortune to get them to come over and attend an event.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Brian Tracy.
0: You know, yeah, yeah, That's a what he, his book's the next one, the Psychology of Selling or Psychology of the Sale, I think it's called. Yeah, he, he's he's very good. I've watched. i, I stuck that one in my favourites on, ready to listen to the audiobook next once I finish the one I'm on now. So, uh, so yeah, Brian Tracy's a legend. Like you know, I've listened to him twice during lockdown. Um, but yeah, you know, but uh, it'd be nice to see you. You should come on. You come on to an interviews event. They're, they're, they're free. Uh, the, there's, the Masterclass speakers are 8 till 10 on a Wednesday. And uh, they do a, just a networking, you know, members event 9 till 11 on a Friday. So it'd be nice for you to come on. And, you know, you've met quite a lot of the interviews people either at Necker Island. You, you went to Necker Island, didn't you? Yeah, and obviously at the rugby last year, you come down and uh, spent the day with quite a few guys, uh, most of the people that were on that event and, uh, and on the, the, the events on the Wednesday and the Friday, so you should come on one day.
1: I think I, I, I might be, I'm speaking to Paul, so we, we, we might be doing
0: that soon. Yeah, oh good, good, there we are then. Well, uh, I'll leave you to it because you've got uh, you know, to get home from work. <laughs> and uh, yeah just uh, thanks for coming on the podcast and for sharing a little bit about what you do um, once I've gone through all of my network which will take me a bit of time because I'm a busy networker but once I've gone through I'll probably go back around again and we we'll do, we'll do a deep dive on, on a particular subject matter you know? um, so uh, if you're up for that at some point in the future you'll, you'll probably get another message off me but uh, thanks for coming on and uh, have a great day
1: thanks a lot for having me Mike it was, it was a pleasure
0: yeah, brilliant. All right, then. But, yeah, know, a now, however, then have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening.